Good afternoon. This is Dr. Saul Goldstein. The uh, the opinions expressed by these two, uh, you know, uh, fellows, uh, colored folks, uh, may or may not be the opinions of uh, their employers uh, or mine. Uh, holla at me. Top top, they won't top top. They love top top. They won't top top. They love top top. If I speak, I am in in big trouble. In big trouble, and I don't want to be in big trouble. Man, there's uh, quite a bit happening this week with the most shocking news, uh, kind of unrelated to soccer. Jesus and Mero have split, man. Um, the brand is not so strong today. Um, have you heard about this, Ken? What are your thoughts? I know it's kind of fresh, but it's definitely a hot topic on the social medias. And a lot of people were huge fans of this show. Uh, what are you thinking, man? Um. First to Fat Boys break up, yo. Like, when you... <laughs> what? When you, uh, when you talk about, like, the, like, OGs of, like, podcasting, like, mm -hmm. Jesus and Miro, like, were those dudes. Like, they've had two iterations of their podcast. Like, you remember when it was just Jesus? Uh, was it like Jesus versus Miro? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a Bodega Boys, like, stan. Like, I've seen them in, uh, I've seen them here in Chicago when they did the live show. Like, mm -hmm. I've tweeted at them before with the little art emojis. Like, where's the art? Like, mm -hmm, I used mm -hmm. to be, like, a big stan. Part of me is like, ah, oh, nah, this is just like a rollout. Like, like you know, like they just, like, you know, all of this is coming out. And then, like, they're going to be like, nah, we got y'all. Like, we back season five. But, like, mm -hmm. this is uh, this is big news, like, for, like, OG podcasters. Because, mm -hmm. like, they were one of the originals. What about you? How do you feel about it? Uh, it does not resonate with me the way it's resonating for everybody else. I have literally never watched this show. You've never watched uh, Deez and Mero on Showtime? Not never. even on YouTube? <laughs> never. I've seen them. I know who they are. Um, I kind of understand what they do, but I just never watched the show. It just did not speak to me in any way. I know they're from New York. I know they do a whole bunch of New York shit. I don't know why I never watched it. I just never did. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm surprised because it seems like like it seems like it was like New York that you would like, mm -hmm. right? Like they are like authentic New Yorkers, mm -hmm, like in mm -hmm. that way. So like it does kind of surprise me that like you never really rocked with Jesus and Mira. Yeah, I don't dislike them or anything. It just never. I don't. What is the show up like? I know they just kind of sit and talk about whatever pop culture and whatnot. That's probably why it wasn't so much of a draw for me because I don't really follow pop culture like that. Like I'm aware of most things, but I don't care. So the um, the show actually like the show's a little watered down because like they had to put it on TV and on Showtime. But mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. what really got them big was the podcast. Because mm -hmm. they were like, they were the first people to be, well, I don't want to say the first people, but their brand was being like obnoxiously problematic without <laughs> like, they were able to be obnoxiously problematic without it coming off 
as like who they really are mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like they like they just made really problematic jokes right about things and like i guess too like you probably just can't get that comedy off anymore yeah like not like they were like being mean to people but like you know they were just making problematic nobody jokes. was safe yeah nobody was safe and they were making problematic jokes and like it wasn't like punching down at people i guess which is mm-hmm. why it was like really funny apparently they're going to be doing different things maybe they'll both do separate podcasts i don't know um but yeah that was definitely heavy on my feed today when I opened up Twitter and I was just like, all right, it's time for me to log out again. <laughs> Bro, low key. Um, I haven't been on Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter since I got back from Paris. Bro, you ain't miss shit. It's the same shit every day, bro. Every day. What like what happened in the past like week from your perspective since like I was out of the country? Cause like it was just like, you know, me being gone, like I was like seven hours ahead. So mm-hmm. like I feel like I was living in the future. <laughs> Word up. Um, what happened, man? Like in general? Yeah, just in general. And then uh let's talk about last weekend's games. Uh man, I don't even remember. It was kind of a blur. I was hyper focused on this one account at work. So I was doing that. Um I did a bunch of running around over the weekend. I did Formula E. I did I went to see my god kids. I saw Twelfth Night again in Harlem. Uh, Sunday, what did I do? Oh, my wife's car got hit. Oh. Yeah, somebody backed into her. It was just parked on the street and somebody backed into it. Uh, But we know who did it. We spoke to them, got the insurance and all that. We're going to get that taken care of. Then on her way, that was like Saturday maybe. And then, no, that was probably Friday. And then she was driving home from work on Sunday afternoon and a rock popped up off the road and cracked her windshield. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, like bad news buses come in pairs, man. For real, man. So that was that. But yeah, we took it in to the body shop today. Um, They're going to replace the door entirely. And the windshield, she has an appointment tomorrow morning to get that replaced. So that was that. And then I saw Tommy Davidson Sunday night. Ooh. You was was mixy out there this weekend. Uh, Oh, yeah, man. Formula E. uh... Formula E was really fun. Um, It was out in Brooklyn, the cruise terminal. They converted, you know, like this parking lot area into a racetrack. And it was damn cool. That was my first time going to an event like that. Um, and the more I looked into it and researched the history and stuff like that, like, I'm really, really like this series. Um, I like that it's, you know, sustainability focused, the battery cars, um, the gen three cars come out next year. They're going to be faster, lighter. Um, even the sustainability was laid out, you know, in the, uh, e-village that they have out there. So you could charge your phones and they had water stations and recyclable water bag kind of things that you could take for free. It's just a lot of interesting stuff going on. Um, what's the dude from um, McLaren Racing? Is it Zach Brown? The yeah. CEO or whatever? Yeah, he was out there because uh, McLaren is joining the championship next year, I think. 
uh, yeah, it was awesome, man. Just like really cool to see the cars, the people, the energy around the race. I bought a shirt. I chose my team as Nissan Edams. Um, yeah, it was pretty awesome, man. So I had a good time. Definitely will be checking it out in the future. Um, but I definitely want to see it in another city. I think New York City is probably the worst of the tracks that they do around the world. So uh, two questions before we jump on this. First, like, how do the cars sound? Like, does it sound like actual racing? And like, two, uh, how did you pick your team? Because I need to pick a racing team for this. Yeah. Um, do they sound, does it sound like racing? Um, that depends on how you define racing. If you're a petrol head and you just got to hear vroom, vroom, it doesn't sound like racing. If you just want to see shit go fast and the sound of the future excites you, then yes, this shit sounds like space racing because the cars come by and it just sounds like, it's insane, bro. So you can, it's but you can hear the speed, right? Like you can hear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can hear those batteries, like the the whirring of whatever it is they got going on back there. You can hear it very clearly. It's not quiet. Like people probably think it sounds like. No, it doesn't sound like that. It is a very high pitched spaceship sound, and when you have fifteen cars going by making that sound, that shit is loud. So it's pretty awesome, man. I I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Um. Like I said, I will be watching this series every race from now on. And it's a an excuse to travel because all the other tracks around the world are like far apart. They do London, I think, Monaco, um, some other wild places. So, yeah, I want to try to get out to some of those other ones and check it out there. And how I chose a team. Um, so I looked through the site and flipped through all the teams available, saw who the drivers were, where they're from. Um, what are their positions in the table as a team and then as individual drivers. Um, and I ended up on Nissan because I'm just a fan of Nissan. Uh, I used to drive Infinity cars for a long time. I had a G35, two M35s. No, a G35, an M35, an M37. And then I switched out. Um so yeah, I just liked, they're not doing so great as a team right now. Their drivers are really not great. Even though one of them, Sebastian Buemi, he used to be like the guy. But yeah, they're just not very good. But I like the team. I like Nissan. I like, you know, their consumer cars that are coming that are electric. So it just made sense for me to pick them. Um, but there are some other good teams. I think a lot of people will like Mercedes. Um, and Stoffel Van Dorn, who's really good right now. Um, a lot of people will like the Jaguar team. A lot of people will like McLaren when they come in. You know, it's lots of options, but I don't think a team matters so much here as in other sports because all the cars are basically the same. So there are slight modifications to the you know, setups for like suspension and shit like that. But the batteries are the same in every car. The shape is exactly the same. So they are really trying to separate themselves from F1 and, you know, provide a new perspective on open car racing. Word. I can't wait. Um, I'm going to have to, I might have to find a team and uh, go, I might, uh, I might go team Nissan if they don't have a Toyota team. I think uh, Toyota's my, uh, 
like Toyota is my preferred car manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Like I like Toyota, Lexus, like their whole get downs. Yeah, no Toyota team for right now, but you can never never know what the future may hold. Yeah. Did you uh did you catch any games? I did just NYCFC versus Red Bull. Um, I was out of the way. I wanted there were two things I wanted to do. One, I wanted to go to the actual game in Harrison, even though I hate going over there. Um, but that would have been that would have made me too crunch for time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Tommy Davidson show was at seven, the game was at five. Ooh. And I needed to go way north, not way north, but north of where I live. So it would have been a huge split. And then I thought, oh, let me go to um, Pele Soccer because they were having a watch party at their store in Times Square. So I was like, oh, I could go down there for like the first half and then peel out. But even that was kind of like, ah, yeah, if we hit traffic, it's going to be annoying and I don't want to misjudge it. So uh, we ended up going into the area of the comedy club and we found a bar to turn the game on for. So we sat down, had a couple of drinks watched the game there and then we went to the show so i watched that it was fun um they defended pretty well even though red bull looked like the better team for all of the first half for me not the better team but they looked like more after it like they traditionally look but the press definitely wasn't as effective as it has been uh in pre in previous games uh they defended well overall kept a clean sheet scored one took home the W, six-point swing in the East. We're in second place, a point behind Philly, five ahead of Red Bull. It's all good at the end of the day, man. That's three straight wins. Feeling good, baby. Yeah, so I watched uh, I watched the game, and I was, I was pleasantly surprised with how I was pleasantly surprised with how good NYCFC plays. Like, when you watch them, like, they look like a proper, like, team that's trying to get after it by, like, playing the ball on the ground. Right. And, like, they play it back to the keeper. Like, Sean Johnson starts a lot of their movements. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not afraid to, like, get the ball back to him and have him put the foot on the ball and be Mm -hmm. like, yo, like, you know, I'm going to wait on y'all to trigger the press. Mm -hmm. And, like, that is really, like, progressive in terms of, like, just football in general. And but like, especially in terms of MLS. Oh, in terms of MLS, that's unheard of. They are <laughs> like, you know, between them and LAFC, like they're just playing totally different games, right? Right. Like those are the two teams I've watched this year where it's like, okay, like, you know, like you guys are trying to play like future football. Like you guys aren't playing like regular football. So it was like really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they get their center backs wide. Like, it's, like, you know, it, it's refreshing to see that, like, you know, at least, like, you know, there are some teams in the league that are, like, attempting to play that way. So, yeah. like, I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised to see that. Um, I did see your boy is uh, leaving, like, uh, next week, right? 
Uh, we'll see, man. So they have the championship ring ceremony coming up on the 23rd. So we'll see what happens. Um, they're supposed to let him go. Uh, it was I saw on Twitter today, actually, that he's going on loan, which is key, on loan to Girona FC, which is also in the city football group. So... We'll see what happens, man. Um, he could be gone tomorrow. He could be gone the end of next week. I don't know. You just never know with this club, man. Ronnie Dollar peeled out within like 24 hours notice. <laughs> I don't even think it was 24 hours. He was just like, yeah, I'm out. See y'all. Yeah, that's, um, I think, you know, that is, I think that's a sign of things to come. Like, I think it's really big that he's getting an initial loan move to Girona, which is also inside the city group mm-hmm. because like, you know, it's the beginning of that master plan we were talking about. Right. Like, yeah. being and they're able, in first division now. Yeah. Like being able to move people around the world, like, you know, within your football group, like having teams all over, like, you know, everything like this could get interesting, you know? Yeah. Especially if it's on loan. Like, could you imagine, like, them bringing people into NYCFC, like, initially, and then, like, quote unquote, loaning them out around the world <laughs> and having it's them. Happening. Yeah. And then having them come back during, like, the summer or something <laughs> in, like, the States. Like, wait till some big names start doing that, dude. Like, yeah. This this could be spooky season, you know. Yeah, I'm here for it, man. Just want to. I'm win. here for it too. Uh, did you catch any NS uh, NWSL either? Uh, either I did NWSL not. or uh, women's Euros or women's Concacaf or Afcon, women's Afcon. Yeah, or I women's missed Afcon. all of it, bro. Yeah, I missed all of it. Yeah, it was like I said, it was just a crazy weekend, and I was, you know, the last week I was just very hyper-focused on a specific thing at work. And so the weekend, I just dumbed out. All I caught was NYCFC. That was my only appointment viewing. Um, but yeah, this coming week, I'm definitely back to it, catching some more games. I'll have much more uh, on my head for y'all. Uh, even with wi- rivalry, ri- can we say that together? Rivalry week. Rivalry <laughs> week. Yeah. like That's we- horrible. We just kind of let that one go, bro. Like, uh, I guess, like, you know, life gets fast, you know? Yeah, it does. Especially when it's hot as hell outside, man. I'm like, I'm just trying to get sunshine. Yeah, like, I think I think that's the problem with, like, these summer schedules for MLS for the most part is, like, mm-hmm. you know, summer's when people are, like, locked into doing other stuff. And, like, people want to travel, people want to, like, vacation, like, you know, like, you want to pay attention, but, like, you also, like, you also have a product where both MLS and NWSL have established that a lot of their regular season doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So there's, like, no vested interest to, like, you know, watch it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of being outside, you just came back from Paris. Uh, you got to give us the rundown. Why'd you go over there? What'd you do? How many games did you catch over there? Break it all down, man. 
Okay, so, I mean, it was just vacation, man. Like, you know, I just wanted to get away. So uh, <laughs> I just want to get away. Let's go to Paris. Yeah, I mean. Bad you know, talk. <laughs> hey, man, like, you know, some people go, I guess, like, you know, to Wisconsin or something. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, you know, like, uh, let me, you know, let me touch road a little bit. So, uh, like, it was really chill. Like, uh, I was there for Bastille Day. Um, I got to spend all day at the Louvre, um, mm. um, which was, like, something in itself, man. Like, you know, you need, like, to really, like, take in everything that's at the Louvre, you mm-hmm. need, like, a couple of days. Mm. Like, I mean, there are three floors of the Louvre. I got through, like, half of a – I got through, like, a third of the Louvre. And they rushed over to see the Mona Lisa, like mm-hmm. just to say I saw it on my first, uh, just to say I saw it on my first view, and yeah. like we didn't even scratch the surface of like wow. everything that's there. Um, Bastille Day was a vibe. Um, watching that France game uh, on Bastille Day was even more of a vibe. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Going to the PSG, uh, going to PSG Stadium, going to the uh, Parc de Prince, that was a vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, they we got need a that. video team, bro. What? We need a video team. Yeah, like motherfuckers need to pay us and just let us do this fly shit and capture it for you, because y'all paying a lot of people to do a lot of like. Let me shut Average up, man. Shit, yeah. <laughs> let me shut up. Let me shut up. Bro, when I'm telling you too, bro, bro, when I'm telling you, like me and you could have walked in there with like a camera and done like real footage in there because it's all self-guided. Like mm-hmm. you, uh, so you check in with your ticket and then you, they basically just give you the run of the stadium as long as you stay in the, uh, as long as you stay in uh, the uh, like guided. Like the concourse. Right. Yeah. No, it's not even a concourse because, like, they take you all the way to the top of the stadium. They take you down the field level. You can touch oh, wow. grass. Like, it's it's out there. Like, um, I got some videos I'm going to post uh, on my Instagram of, like, just little 15-second shorts or whatever. Like, just showing you, like, where you're able to see. Like, they take you to the top, like, in the stadium boxes. They take oh, you wow. to the dressing room. Like, if you wanted to, like, you could do, like, a whole, like, tour tour. Like, mm-hmm. we could do a virtual tour of it, mm-hmm. like, with, like, a guide and, like, somebody shooting and something like that. Like, it would be, like, you know, give us these coins, bro. Like, it ain't even got to be a lot of coins. Just, like, fly us out to these stadiums, bro. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you why I have not gotten paid. Because... Normally, anybody that's going to pay you wants to buy you, and I cannot be bought. I think one of the things, too, about, like, making content, especially having people making content, like, in that way, is that a lot of deals, like, aren't partnerships. Right. Like, you know, like, I don't want, like, you know, I don't want to have to, like, co-brand everything like i don't want people dancing in my videos <laughs> word of this ain't fucking death row yeah like <laughs> you know like i just want like you know i want y'all to be like all right like you know like let's co let's go half on this right yeah. or like you know throw like a chop soccer like you know this episode sponsored by something or something right. like that right like i want to be able to keep the authenticity of what we do 
and the creative like license over what we do because mm-hmm. you've already started to see like a lot of people in the space like kind of conform to like the basic content model that everybody was saying like oh no we're different from now right <laughs> like and i mean that's just what happens like you yep. know if you decide that you're going to try to chase the bag in that way yeah. like that's what you happens. have to play like you have to drop your pre-game stuff you have to like tweet through the games like you know like it's a job Thank you for checking out Chop Soccer Pod Short Corners. For more, check us out on Twitter at Chop Soccer Pod and Instagram at Chop Soccer Pod. You know the vibes.